It's uh, 13 minutes before 5 o'clock. In conversation next with uh, Crispin Pierce, spokesperson for the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services, how do we ensure that our courts function optimally when there is no power? We look at how the rolling blackouts being experienced in South Africa put brakes on the wheels of justice and all those involved in the legal profession. Just today, the Richard Mdluli corruption case couldn't go ahead because of load shedding, and there are quite a number of other cases that have been affected as well. For more on this, Crispin Pierre now joining us on the Line. Crispin, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Is it because of load shedding or are there other technical issues at the Pretoria High Court? No, certainly uh, load shedding has had a very disruptive effect um, across the board in any industry on how whatever pump company or government department functions. But in the case of the wheels of justice, we know that uh, in the main, most of the courts that we do have in our country, in fact, all of the courts that we do have in our country, the buildings that we operate out of are primarily the responsibility of public works and infrastructure. Uh, and we are in now in a major conversation with our colleagues in the public infrastructure department to ensure that at least where we have courts and where they are responsible for running our courts buildings, we have the appropriate infrastructure in place, such as generators or universal power, universal systems in place to ensure that when load shedding does occur, the wheels of justice do not stop. So those are one of the initiatives that we are fervently pursuing um, as the Ministry of Justice with our colleagues in uh, DPWI to ensure that the wheels of justice don't stop willy-nilly. Yeah, but this court does have a generator, right? The the court that we are speaking of in question in Pretoria, I believe, uh, might not have a generator. Uh, If it does have a generator, um, I do, and I do know that some of the generators um, have been experiencing some problems, and we are engaging with the Department of DPWI to ensure that those generators are effectively maintained. Yeah. Okay. And um, whether do you know whether there were any matters that were heard for the past two days at the court? No, I wouldn't have direct knowledge of all the matters that are heard. You, as you would know, we are at the level of the ministry, so. That's a very administrative function, um, but we we would then be able to inquire from at least the administrative team to what extent our, is the wheels of justice impacted by uh, mm-hmm. matters like this, and, and what can we do to ensure that at least from a policy level, we are able to unlock whatever administrative challenges they experience. Yeah. Um, we see with the Department of Health, they had applied for an exemption to have hospitals being exempted from load shedding. Is this something that the, the ministry would be pursuing as well? Well, we quite we are quite aware of the fact that courts, like schools and hospitals, also exist in communities. Mm. Uh, so to exempt them from load shedding, I, I can't speak for hospitals and schools, but I think you would find, for instance, uh, most courts are literally at the city centre of any any town in South Africa, either a magistrate court or even a high court. So to, to exempt that type of a building from load shedding is a very arduous task uh, technically and administratively. We think the best response from ourselves is to continuously engage with the Department of uh, Public Works and Infrastructure to ensure that when load shedding does occur, we are not affected in the way of uh, generators and so on. We have an automatic system that immediately kicks in and exempts us in that respect from load shedding. But to completely exempt us from the grid, 
we think is an arduous task, given how you even look at how cities are structured and the architecture of cities. Mm-hmm. It's near impossible to remove yourself from the grid when you're at the heart of a city. Let's take, for instance, the high court in Pretoria and where it's, it's literally at the heart of Pretoria. The same as the high court of Johannesburg, also in, in, in uh, South Gauteng High Court, right slap bang in the middle of the city, or even the magistrate court in Pretoria, Francis Bard Street, you know, most of our infrastructure in any town are really where, right at the city centre, because, of course, you want justice to be accessible and easily found. So most of our infrastructure really sits at the pinnacle of where the cities are. So to remove ourselves from the grid, I think, at this point, is not something that we believe is practical. Our response is primarily ensuring that the appropriate infrastructure is in place so that when load shedding does happen, we are able to to exempt ourselves by ensuring that we have the particular capacity, technical capacity to continue. So how soon will that meeting be with the Public Works Department and also considering that you've had cases being postponed at this High Court? I'm very happy to say that it's not a a matter of having a meeting, it's a matter of following up on uh, a number of meetings that we have had with the, the Public Works Ministry. And at the point of the ministry, we are simply following up on recommendations that have been made by both ministers and ensuring that those recommendations are being fulfilled by the administrative level of the department. So we will be getting uh, reports from both the DG, acting DG of Public Works and our DG in DOJ uh, to assess the level of implementation. That's where we are. So we are at a point of assessing the level of implementation. We are not talking pie in the sky, but we are literally talking what has been done, where and how. Crispin Pirida, thank you so much for your time. Spokesperson for the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services. When we come back, we'll speak to Bayete Maswazi, who's the president of the Black Lawyers Association, to ask how this has impacted the legal fraternity. This is Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. We speak to Bayete Maswazi next, the president of the Black Lawyers Association, on the power outages at the Pretoria High Court and how this has also affected um, the legal fraternity. Bayete, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So what has the experience been over the past two days? Uh, Good afternoon, Aldrin, and good afternoon to your listeners as well. Thanks for having me. And uh, from what we have had, uh, things have come to a standstill at the Pretoria High Court. Uh, cases are not proceeding. Um, and uh, obviously, there is a detriment uh, to to the uh, cases uh, proceeding because people work hard to make sure that their cases are trial ready so that uh, their disputes can be resolved, and uh, which is their right in terms of the Constitution. And... Uh, it has it has got an impeding effect on the rule of law. It has got an impeding effect on the efficient administration. Efficient administration in the sense that I can't imagine that the public works department and the DOJ were not aware that uh, we have load shedding and therefore there has to be contingency measures put in place to ensure that the rights and shines in the constitution do not suffer simply because of the problem of load shedding. Yeah, and from the conversation that you've had with your colleagues and perhaps members as well, um, did they speak of any matters that did actually go ahead? No, from what I heard, because you must remember, Altrin, that uh, 
um, both trial matters, criminal and civil, for them to proceed, you have to have the recording at court. Mm. And for that, you need uh, electricity. If there's no electricity, that recording is not working. And that is important because if it is not recorded, then and the one of the parties wants to take the matter up for an appeal. That becomes a frustration of the appeal court because uh, and in, in, in effect, it means the appeal will not proceed precisely because the record is not good enough. So obviously, matters would never proceed if there is, uh, there is no electricity. Yeah, but this is also not the first time that we have load shedding. So do you know how the court was able to operate during um, the previous moments of load shedding? I am not sure, but I would imagine uh, from what I've heard, they, might, they must have had the generator or whatever. But I, it's for the first time that I've heard that the Pretoria High Court is not proceeding because of load shedding. And uh, it being the busiest court as well, Aldrin, it, 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 it has got uh, a, 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 a negative effect. And it basically affects a large number of cases that are delayed as a result of this. Yeah. And as you know, if justice is delayed, uh, it is denied. Hmm. Was there formal notification that was sent out to say that um, court proceedings will not go ahead um, indefinitely? I, I'm not aware of any that was sent prior, but obviously practitioners, as they come to court, there will be notifications that uh, because of load shedding, the matters are not going to proceed. But uh, even that would be called comfort for practitioners, even if there is a notice, uh, because they can't do anything. Mm. Uh, except to say witnesses that were supposed to travel uh, should uh, stay put in their in their places of uh, where, they, where they come from. But that on its own is, is, is called comfort for a person who wants justice yeah. because in the ultimate end, uh, people want to go to court for, for justice. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Bayete Maswazi, the president of the Black Lawyers Association.